I'm Felina. And I'm Summer. And you are listening to Broken Broken. <laughs> because we're both. The podcast about living your best life by getting real. Hey, broken people. This is Summer. And this is Felina. I'm sorry. We are technologically challenged and don't know what we're doing. It's okay. I, I, I'm the same way. <laughs> I live the same life. <laughs> All right. So today we have... Um, I, I, you've never met Felina, my co-host Felina. Hello. Hello, Felina. I love your name. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you. And we also have an in-studio guest today, Kelly. So. Hello, <laughs> in-studio guest Kelly. Hello. <laughs> I'm Lisa. It's nice to meet you, ladies. Nice to meet you. This is Lisa Lander. She's a national headlining comedian and... Just... Yes. What else do you do? What else do you do, Lisa? I don't know. What else do I do? I don't know. I meditate. I'm a mom. Ooh, I'm going to grad school, actually. I'm in grad school now. I didn't know that. Awesome. What are you studying? I'm studying to become a mental health professional. Oh, I'm going to need you, a lot of help. I'm going to help you. I'm going to get certified so I can help people. You know, it's ironic because I've been called crazy, mostly by my exes. Um, <laughs> Same. You know, Same. We can you all know, relate to that. guys that I don't want to sleep with anymore. You know, they get really mad at you. Or like if you don't want to sleep with them yes. to begin with, you know, you're crazy. Yes. Um, and slutty, too. They like to, you know, say that yeah, about exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. How does but, that work? Why are we suddenly sluts when we say no to having sex with them? How does that happen? I don't get it. I, I don't know. I don't know the mind of these men. I mean, you know, there's, there's cool men who don't get aggressive like this. And then, you know, there are the guys that I have dated. Or like this. Um <laughs> You know, but uh, I've been called crazy, and now I have a 4.0. Wow. So, Ooh. you know, if I'm crazy, I'm passing exceptionally well. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's important, you know. <laughs> so how do you guys know each other? Um, I actually interviewed Summer back in, what year was that? Uh, two years ago? Twenty eight. <laughs> I think it was the 90s. We were wearing flannel. <laughs> we just come from a Nirvana concert in Oklahoma City. No, um, it was a while back. Summer was actually a guest uh, on my podcast, yeah, which I'm I, very humbled by. I think it was 2017, and then I did it again last year because we did yes, like you, 4th of yes, July you or are, something. Our Thanksgiving guest. And what's your podcast? I have a podcast called Well Menace to Society. That summer. Yes. I yeah. didn't see why you had her on there. She, she found me on Twitter somehow and contacted me that way. And then I had to um, very bashfully Google her and then explain to her, I'm so sorry. I didn't know who you were, but I love your work. Oh, you're so sweet. You're so cute. Yeah. Awesome. I was glad you came out. We you know what it was? I, I saw your your Twitter account and you were bringing attention to, I don't know the woman's name, but she was and still is incarcerated in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Um, you remember that case? Yes. Uh, God, I'm blanking on her name right now. I feel so bad now. Summer's tired. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but she was, she's been incarcerated. She was sentenced for like 30 years for mm. um, failure to protect, um, because the man she was with abused her children. And he got he got a plea deal and did months in jail and got out and she's, oh um, what fucking yeah. bullshit? Yeah, and yeah. so she, her children have grown up without her and wow, she's still sitting in prison. Eh, welcome to Oklahoma. Yes. Uh fuck. <laughs> that's a, you know that's a lot of our our justice system is kind of broken like that. You oh know? yeah, I mean, we're both very well aware of that. Uh, 
I'm an attorney as well. So like oh, Felina and I went to law school together. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, number one incarceration rate of women yeah. in our state. Number one I'm in number Oklahoma one. for something. <laughs> yeah, it's a very unfortunate statistic, mm-hmm. you know, because you guys, I'm going to say you guys, because I'm on the East Coast and they don't <laughs> say y'all and I'm trying to fit in. Um, I'm you still like, got the accent, honey. You're not going <laughs> to. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, you say y'all around here and they're like, well, no, 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 no. And it's like, wait a minute. That's actually more politically correct because it's gender inclusive. Okay. Oh, that's true. But I like it. I'm going to start using that when I slip up and say y'all. <laughs> well, I say y'all. that about the, uh, the pronoun, the singular pronoun use of they. Uh-huh. I really want that to catch on because I'm country, and we've always used they as a singular pronoun, so maybe people stop correcting me now. Actually, <laughs> a good one. Yeah, yeah I'm, just being, so. I'm just being gender inclusive. <laughs> Let me say my country phrase. That's right. <laughs> I like it. Uh, so you're on the East Coast? Yes, I'm on the East Coast right now. I'm just, I'm visiting, um, I'm in New England right now currently. I've actually kind of been in New England for a while uh, due to a situation. Um, and, and they say you guys, they don't say y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, do you care to elaborate on, on what's going on? I feel, I feel like there might be a story that well, we Well, you know, actually y'all are attorneys, so I might as well just go ahead and, you know, speak to my attorneys. Um, <laughs> no, you know what happened? I was, I was sexually assaulted by my former attorney actually in his office in Warwick, Rhode Island on May 17th, 2017. And, um, he's city councilman. And I cannot find an attorney to bring a tort against this sexual predator who also completely blew up my case. Um, Have you filed a bar complaint? Huh? Have you filed a bar complaint? Um, I have not done so. I I filed a police report just last week. And I must say, I'm very much impressed by the professionalism and the sensitivity of the police officers that I interacted with in Warwick, Rhode Island. And the detective that I've spoken with since then, they are extremely diligent. But I know realistically, these cases aren't usually pursued. You know, it's like, oh, he grabbed your butt. You know, boys will be boys. It's not that big of a deal. Right. But actually, this guy um, had a lot of power over me because he had the authority to deny or schedule me being able to visit somebody that I love with my whole heart so this guy had the power to make a difference in my case instead he chose to not share with the judge documents that could have illuminated situations where the judge has not been told the full truth and he also filed a motion without telling me that he was doing so that worked to benefit him and absolutely did nothing to move my case for which i retained him forward what kind of motion did he file without you? Yeah. I, I can't really go into it oh, okay. for, you know what I mean? Because I can't get too specific right. about that other matter. But, um, I mean, I will say, like, as a practicing, like, trial attorney, like, I will file motions that uh, relate to, like, time constraints. Right. Like, Procedure. if I need to, like, extend a, t- a deadline or something, like, that kind of stuff I'll do without talking to my clients. But it's if it's something that's substantive, then I always inform them. Yeah, the client. Oh, needs to know. yeah. Well, that, that's what ethical attorneys do. Yes, ma'am. But no, <laughs> right. this guy. This, this guy was just a little. That, um, this wasn't just like a, a time or insignificant thing. Like, no, regarding timelines this, no, no, ma'am. No, uh-huh. this was just uh, just a blatant 
disregard for my advancement in the case. And yeah, you there was no reason complaint. for it to happen. And then he didn't even tell me. I didn't even find out about it until 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. But basically, um, there was a bunch of hearsay and ex parte communication. And it just there's, there's evidence um, that could have been refuted easily because it's bunk. What was presented was bunk. And this guy, instead of advocating on my behalf, went in and filed something without telling me that he wasn't going to address the situation, which left me more vulnerable. And he also knew that, um, you know, I, I don't have my First Amendment rights. I don't have access to them, in part because of what this guy did, which, you know, summer is Googling me, other people are Googling me. I, I never had, like, an illustrious comedy career. There's a bunch of reasons for that, but I never had the career I thought I was going to have. And now my career is such that I can't really promote myself or interact with fans because I haven't been able to tell them what's going on. And I don't know what would be used against me in a tort brought about him in the future. So my hands have been tied. Yeah, Do you know I what mean, I mean? I'm sure as a comedian, just like with any artist, you use your real life as inspiration for your material. Yeah, and you get inspired by it. You know, it's yeah. very different the way that audiences respond to men and women doing comedy. Like, I can be interviewed on whatever platform and I'll make a joke, and oftentimes the interviewer will be like, are you kidding about that? You're joking, right? Like, something that I'm saying might be so outrageous because it's not really that outrageous, but I'm a female saying it. Whereas with male comedians, they don't often get the same sort of incredulous response. Like, oh, do you really mean that? You know what I mean? Like, there's just more of an acceptance of, oh, he's making a joke. Whereas with a woman, it's like, oh, she, she did a drinking joke. She must be a raging alcoholic, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. I, I say the word pussy in one of my songs. I, I, I'm a singer-songwriter. Like, I'll, I'll get to that part. Like, I always see people's heads, like, pop up when I say the word pussy. <laughs> yes, and I'm like, what? 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 You got a problem with a woman saying the word pussy in her song? Huh? Right, it's it's really moment. funny how people do, though. People have certain um, buzz words that women aren't supposed to say. Yeah, it's no or, thing for, like, a rapper or whatever to be like, oh, yeah, you know, give me that pussy or whatever. But then I'm like, hey, in my song, like, hey, stop staring at my pussy. And the people are like, I can't believe she said pussy. And I'm like, I'm telling you to stop staring at it. Right. Like, <laughs> like, there's clearly a double standard here. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, weird. having your hands tied to be able to, like, use that in your art would be incredibly frustrating to me. So, I, yeah, that mm -hmm. sucks. I'm sorry. I appreciate that. Thank you for the empathy. It, it's yeah. been quite something. That's one of the reasons I went to grad school. I started grad school because I was like, well, you know, if I can't really express myself and I can't communicate with people to tell them what's going on, what's the what's the purpose of this? Right. You know. Um, well, you should absolutely make a, gar a bar complaint. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Thank you very much. You know, I was hoping the police would move forward with this. And like I said, they you know we've been in contact, but. You know, ultimately, a judge is going to have to decide if this is something that they want to pursue or not. And because this guy is city council and he's been a practicing attorney for decades in Warwick, Rhode Island, um, I don't think Richard Corley is going to be arrested. I would imagine, and this is no 
knock on the judges there or the court system there, but I'm just talking statistically, right. you know, it's a small community. These guys may have gone to law school together. Their sons might have gone to school together. Their daughters might be on the same, I don't know, soccer team or whatever suburban white kids do in New England, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, you know? <laughs> well, I want to help and, you find an attorney that will take your case, too. Like, there's there's going to be somebody who will do it. She's been having a hard time finding an attorney. And I, yeah. as I understand it, that's part of the reason you didn't file a police report for so long, right? Was well, yeah, trying to not I mean, there's so many the reasons. Case. I didn't go to the police because, like I said, cronyism. And, and I'm not saying that that would or is going to happen. I'm just saying that's what usually happens. Right. I mean, we all it's know coming. the deal. You know, and then on top of it, I didn't know how that's going to affect my other legal matter for which I hired this ass grabber, Richard Corley, city councilman, Warwick, Rhode Island. So um, I I didn't know how it's going to affect my other matter, which is, you know, takes precedent. And then also it's like once you sign a police reporter, like say that I go ahead and submit this this bar complaint. Um who's going to represent me because he gets notified once that bar complaint goes through. So who's going to be on my side? Because, you know, when a woman comes forward and says, I've been sexually assaulted, it's like, what were you wearing? What time was it? Were you guys drinking together? It's like, no, I was wearing jeans and I was in his office. I was in his legal office on post road in Warwick, Rhode Island. When he groped my ass, and I, of course, thought it was my fault because you know how we are, ladies. You yeah. know, it's like, you, oh, this guy can't be doing this. This is my attorney. This is a city council man. This is a married guy with a grandchild. Mm-hmm. There's no way that he just, I must be in the way. So I moved out to the right. I, I scooched over and I said, I'm sorry. And he said, I just wanted an excuse to touch your butt. Mm-hmm. And he started laughing. Because oh, that's <laughs> hilarious, right? Yeah, and then he kept oh laughing as he exited the office into his lobby area. And I guess he should keep laughing because I've spoken with several attorneys now in Rhode Island and nobody will help me. So I guess he feels like he can do whatever he wants. Which makes you wonder what else he's done. Exactly, because you know these guys have patterns. And this yeah. guy, Richard Corley, actually gave me the folder, the file of a former client and told me to read it. He was like, ah, you should see what happened to her. She was victimized by the system or something to that effect. They speak like that. It's like talking to Family Guy cartoons. Um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's like, Peter, Peter. So anyway, uh, like, you know, <laughs> I mean, I guess he feels like he can just get away with it because he is getting away with well, yeah, it. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a total breach of It's hard to find a legal malpractice attorney. I know, I'm a like lot of... counting off all the ethics violations here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you gave me the file of another client. He's wow. got his legal files out in a conference room. Anybody can walk in and just access his clients and former clients' files. He actually, Summer, you met my girlfriend, Kimberly. Yes. He actually sent her a text offering to impregnate her if oh. I could untie his tubes. Oh, how thoughtful. I don't know I, how to respond right? to that. What the hell? Like an what? unsolicited text from my attorney offering to impregnate my life partner. And trust, oh it was God. unsolicited. It ain't like we were talking about, we hope we can have a baby one day. Do you mind right. taking a ride with us? You know what I mean? This is definitely not Kimmy's time. <laughs> yeah. And then he showed his legal files to uh, Kimberly. Wow. He had a client come in. It was, a, it was an injury case. And um, he was going to help this client who had something go wrong with his tongue. And he showed the pictures to Kimberly Moore, Corley did, because he couldn't figure out what was in the medical report. Kimberly, 
who has never attended medical or legal sc or law school, had to actually help him understand the medical report so that he could put the information into the client's file. Wow. What? <laughs> and this guy is a lawyer, and he is a city councilman. So what is he doing for his people? See, that's what keeps bugging me. That's what I keep I'm coming back to. I'm very concerned about what's happening up there. <laughs> What? I'm very concerned about what's happening up there. In Warwick, Rhode Island. So, but that's the thing. Like, okay, <laughs> if you're doing this to me, if you're doing this to me, what are you doing to your constituents? <laughs> what kind of policies are you setting for the actual people who voted for you, who trust you? And this guy, Richard Corley Askgraver, actually <laughs> sat on the school board for years. Oh my so God. what kind of what kind of shenanigans has he pulled? And he thinks that he's immune. What is he getting away with? Right? Yeah. And where are the good ethical attorneys who don't want this to happen? That's what I want to know. Yeah, you might start with calling. Have you called the Bar Association at all and asked for an attorney <laughs> referral? Girl, I'm sure I called you the Rhode Island Bar Association and I asked if they could refer me to someone. They have no one for me. I called back again and I told them that the two people that they referred me to, um, one couldn't take the case because of a conflict, conflict. Mm -hmm. and the other person didn't feel comfortable because he doesn't want to go after a politician is what I feel happened. And um, the bar told me that this happens a lot where people can't find representation because it's such a small community. They told me to call Massachusetts. I've called Massachusetts three times and I can't find anybody there. Hmm. because. It's very hard to find a legal malpractice attorney. And then on top of it, this guy's a politician, and nobody wants to mess with, with him um, for that reason, I think, because I have actually spoken. I called up Brandon Bell. He is the president of the GOP party, or whatever they call themselves in Rhode Island. Because, <laughs> you know, like, I, don't, I don't know that, you know, I, I'm not trying to disparage the GOP. I don't, I don't typically vote Republican. I'm a registered Democrat. But I figured, you know, Maybe some big high mucky muck Republican would like to take this guy down, you know? <laughs> and uh, you know what I'm saying? Because he's a Democrat and a politician. So I thought maybe this will work out. Brandon Bell jerked me around for close to five months pretending wow. he was going to take my case. So I, I don't even know what to think about that either. I mean, I would think if I'm out there pretending I'm some big Republican going to, you know, drain the swamp of Rhode Island and whatnot, I'm giving you a head on a platter, brother. Right. Well, let's hear Let's let's talk after and uh, exchange information. I'll try and dig around. I my boss is actually uh, uh, licensed in uh, Vermont in the New England area, so and he's yeah. from, he's from Maine and he's he's real familiar with the area. So I might actually be able to find you somebody. So maybe. Well, that would be really super cool. I would be very very grateful. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's let's exchange information after we get off the the call here and. Definitely, I'll do that. And I'm like messing with my nose ring right now. Summer's looking <laughs> I'm at me like I'm gross. I'm like, my well, nose ring is stuck in my it nose. I wait to see it pop out and then not go back it's in. Stuck. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> Sorry, I wish you could be here to see my awkwardness. I'm really, I, I really, I feel cheated. I can't see this. Every should... time something weird happens, I'm like, we've got to start doing videos. <laughs> <laughs> my nose ring was stuck. Okay, I wasn't picking my nose. Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I'll find you an attorney. I'm super respectable. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, ladies, I didn't mean to throw everything off. You need to find a, a female attorney. 
Uh, see, I bet we can find you. Uh, oh my gosh, you should. Uh, I went lady. to a woman called Mariah Sugden, and she told me that she was going to take on this case, and she actually had me hand her uh, money. And then once I gave her the money to take the case, she told me I should pursue this on her own, on my own, because she wouldn't go after another attorney. Did she at least refund your retainer? No, that's what I told her. I said, give me back my money. Like you, you know, that's false pretenses. But that, you know. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what to think anymore of the lawyers I've worked or tried to work with on this issue. Oh my God, you know? Mark has a friend that's a lawyer in Massachusetts that I met the last time I visited her. I, I know someone. I know a female <laughs> attorney in Massachusetts. We're going to hunt actually. down some New England folks. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I, know, I know her. And she actually comes from a family of attorneys and she's a Democrat and she's so maybe there's good somebody. people. Yeah. yeah, I'll reach out to her. I will reach out to her for sure. Well, that's exceptionally kind. I really appreciate that. I know there's got to be somebody here in this area, you know. Well, I applaud you think, for, like, mm-hmm. going after it. Because, like, mm-hmm. I've been assaulted before, and I just let that shit slide, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, Same. I think it's good that right. somebody's going mm-hmm. after it. Yeah, fuck them. Well, I have to. This guy, you know, I mean, I think a lot of people would just be like, oh, he touched your butt, no big deal. But the actual legal malpractice on top of the sexual assault yes. is, that's what he really did. To, he he made choices that left me more vulnerable. Right. And, you know, I have texts, I have all kinds of texts from this guy. He actually blew up my last album cover. Um, I think it was 4.75 inches square. I, I'm not very tech savvy. I don't know what the dimensions are. Mm-hmm. But um, it was like regular size he blew it up to an eight and a half by 11 inch color print and put it in my legal file and then referenced it in text to me telling me that um he should show it to the male voters to get votes or some baloney like that i kept the text i so have all like, this garbage this is like an album cover for and, your oh I'm hmm? sorry. It's a, this was like an album cover of your comedy and it's like a, an image yeah. of you yeah I'm, I'm wearing a I'm wearing a jacket with a bra oh, and I've got the jacket open so, Ooh, it's, how so it's attractive you know? so you're an attractive huh? female and he wants to use that oh to advance his political career nice. what yeah. is bucket and right? impregnate her girlfriend <laughs> wow and impregnate my girlfriend oh, oh my god right, we want a baby that's like part sexual predator part right. inept attorney that's what we want yes that oh is the god. ideal sperm donor right there <laughs> oh my god. you might as well just let trump impregnate you no. <laughs> i mean if you're gonna go that direction why not just take it to the full go extreme all the way. <laughs> wow. he sounds like a mini trump <laughs> he kind of does actually yeah there's a lot of them though there's a lot of them out there and men wonder why we often say fuck the patriarch well case in point if they wonder they're not paying attention to what we've been telling them yeah no that's just i love i love men individually but i do not this patriarchy thing needs to die like kill it with fire i'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure patriarchy is the antichrist. I think that's like the apocalypse, yeah. like in the in the test in the scripture. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's not alleg- It's not a it's not a person. It's the patriarchy. Okay, I'm into it. You know? Yeah, let's let's okay. follow this theory. I like it for patriarchy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, because like, what is all the hate coming from? Yeah. What is all the division, the racism, the classism? Like women give birth. I mean, we're, we're jacked up too. Our gender does some jacked up stuff, but I think we do have more of a, an appreciation for the sanctity of life because we actually make it happen. Right. Yeah. I don't think they've ever gotten over the fact that that's a power that they don't have that we hold. 
and and there are men who honor that and and respect the the matriarch and the power that that holds and the wisdom that that holds and the thing the spirituality that that holds that they will never have you know that ability to create life i think there's an inherent jealousy there that men have un, unenlightened and egotistical men have of and it's 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 buried deep. It's not something that they're conscious of. I think it's this unconscious uh, jealousy, but it's it's for real. So we have to subjugate. Yes, what they see yeah. As yeah. It's part of the root of the patriarch, though. I, I mean, I really believe that. No, I yeah. believe you're totally right. Are y'all familiar with y'all? Ha, it slipped out. Yes. You, <laughs> I like it. I'm, I'm in Connecticut. They don't speak that way here. So anyway, um, you know, are y'all familiar with Mary Daly, the writer Mary Daly? Her work is very hard to find, especially as time progresses. But she talks in depth about male mothers. And those are the men who are so intimidated and so jealous that they will never be able to give birth themselves that they absolutely subjugate women and mess over our interpersonal relationships with our children. Um demean our authority, demean our right to parent. Um, but male mothers, check it out. Huh, you might really, mothers. yeah. Demary Daly was amazing. Amazing feminist writer. Yeah, this concept of male mothers I've not heard, but mm -hmm. I, I... Yeah, check it out, because it's, it's right on topic of what you're speaking on, mm -hmm. and also the spirituality. She was a very, um, very much against the Catholic Church. She was raised Catholic and she's very spiritual and her work is hard to find because that woman is a definite woman as to the patriarchy. I mean, she breaks it down in spiritual levels that are so easy to understand at the same time, mixed in with actual circumstances that women suffer through all over the nation. Gynecology. She wrote Gynecology. It's one of the best books she'll ever read. Interesting. Yeah. And you can actually check that out in Oklahoma, because <laughs> Kim actually Kim checked it out for me online. We could not find her book, Gynecology. Um, I want to say it was written in the 80s, but I might be wrong. It might have been might have been the 90s. We could not track this book down from New York Public Library or the LA Public Library system, because you know we got cards. Wow. And um, Kim was actually able to find it in Oklahoma City at the library there. Interesting. It's not on Amazon. So can, Everything's on Amazon. There's like one subversive librarian somewhere that's <laughs> putting those on the but shelf. I can't even find her. Like nobody else is going to pay attention to these except the people. <laughs> but you know, it's weird. Like that's the whole. That's the whole weirdness about blue state, red state fallacy, in my opinion. Um, you know, I've lived in these big, huge blue oases, uh, big cities, and you can often find the more subversive literature and the, in my opinion, more righteous feminists and humanists in the red states. That doesn't mean that they're not also in the blue states, but it just seems like you can get your hands on Mary Daly in a red state. You can get on the phone with people in a red state who get it because they understand we're what women it. are going right, through. Because we're, we're happy to be loud it. and push against things. <laughs> We're still fighting. But people it. in blue states think it's all it's all wrapped up, right? Yeah, women are women are better there. here, so it's all done. I mean, in Massachusetts, if you rape a woman and impregnate her, and she chooses to deliver the baby and keep the baby and raise the baby, the rapist can sue for custodial rights, and that's a blue state. That's progressive Massachusetts. Yeah, that's fucked up. The majority. You of can't even do that in Oklahoma. You can get custodial rights, but you, you can't, can't do, do that, that in Oklahoma. I don't think so. I think Oklahoma is one of the states where rapists don't have custodial rights. Yes, they can. 
Do they? I really? Haven't, I, thought, I haven't updated I thought y'all were, myself on this. I thought y'all were doing better than that. You can, <laughs> you can, if there's a conviction, you can present it as evidence, but it is not an absolute bar to custodial rights. Hmm. It's still at the discretion of the judge as to what's of in the, the judge. best interest of the child. That's um, always the standard, best interest yeah. of the child. I mean, because there was a big thing, um, I think it was about 15 <laughs> years ago back home in McCurtain County, a um, judge gave full custody um, to two little girls to their father who impregnated their mother at the age of 12 or 13. Oh, my God. So go, there was judge, absolute proof of rape, <laughs> and he handed over two little girls to him. Fuck the patriarchy. Would you like to rape them or their friends? Have a sleepover. Right? Big party for everybody here. I mean, yeah. Hey, oh, and if he got full custody, I bet his rape victim, the 12-year-old he impregnated, she's paying child support. Oh, my God. I mean, right? Yeah. And again, I mean, that's how it works. Yeah, she would have been ordered to pay child support. Again, yeah. the fucking patriarch at work in our yep. lives right there. Like, mm-hmm. again. Well, you know, there's that stereotype the that family courts prefer mothers when it comes to custody. And time after time, when the data comes out, it shows the opposite is true. But they will not let that go. And men's rights organizations show, they hold on to that. And that's their primary talking point, is that family courts are biased against men. And it's absolutely not true. It's not true. It's fake news. It's Mm -hmm. absolute fake news. (laughs) When I was four years old, my parents got divorced. And my dad was an illegal immigrant uh, when he first came to this country. Uh, He was... Uh, had green card status because he had been married to my mom. Um, but they divorced when I was four, and this was in small town Oklahoma in Chickasha. Um, and the judge awarded my dad, a non citizen of our country, <laughs> custody, full custody of me, giving oh my, my mom gosh. every other weekend and, you know, six weeks in the summer visitation because uh, essentially it boiled down to my dad having a witness, a character witness who testified that he was responsible for my religious upbringing and had been the one that had taken me to church, mm-hmm. which was all bullshit. Oh my God. Yeah. It's and, really sick. And it's my mom really was sick. in nursing school and didn't have an income coming in and my dad made money. And so they gave me to him mm-hmm. and it was, I had it. Oh, I mean, I still, I don't, have a great relationship with my dad and I have very little respect for him because of the way it all went down. Uh, but yeah. And so this, that it is a fallacy. I'm it proof is. of that. And what they do is they take the overall numbers of mothers. This percentage of mothers have custody of their children, but the reality is most of them have custody because they're the only ones who ask for custody. They're the only parent. Yeah. But that's the too. thing. Like yeah. if, if guys ask for custody, they'll get it. That's they're all they got to do. They're much that. more likely to get it. And if you're working or especially if you travel for work or you're going to work in school, so your kid is spending time with the child, you know, in childcare or whatever, that's or you submit false evidence, or you lie to the court. That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but all of those things are used against women when they're not used against men, because men are expected right. to work. They're expected to be out of the home. They're right. expected to pay babysitters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And when we have the same lifestyle right. held against us. Correct. Yeah. We can't have that lifestyle. No, you're not supposed to be masculine in your characteristics and, and have ambition or drive. Right, because or... it's seen as not... Yeah. Not uh, putting your child first if you're a woman. We, dude, that's happened to me. I had a lawyer tell me, not the same, you know, not Richard Corley, my sexual uh, attacker, um, <laughs> but this other attorney actually said to me once, like, oh, so you were on the road to further your career when your child was young? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, I was married to a guy who didn't have a job. 
Right. What was I supposed to do? Watch my kids starve and we go homeless? I'm very frustrated with the courts. I just, I, I stopped practicing entirely at the end of the year, uh, last year. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't renew my any of my bar licensures. I I ended uh, my relationship with the firm that I was working with for several reasons uh, that I probably shouldn't well, go into, so I don't get sued. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, because I just the, the system is so messed up and it drives me crazy. Yeah, I'm doing civil litigation and insurance defense. It's a little, it's a nice little safe haven where I don't have to care too much. Right. <laughs> See, this is yeah, that's to do good. Mediation, so that yeah. when people can figure it out outside of court, I think they're better off. So I want to at least help those people because mm-hmm. I can't deal with, yeah. with the court. And because uh, I've watched the family court, because I did like at the last firm, I was, um, what was my title? Um, family law coordinator. So I dealt with all the family law cases and, um, family law is the worst. Too. And I've watched so many <laughs> abusers use yeah. the courts to abuse, to continue to abuse their, um, former partners. And oh, it's yeah, the so game. common mm-hmm. and I'm just so tired of it. <laughs> I just can't do it anymore. Well, it's another form of emotional abuse to drag a partner through the whole process especially if you know that they won't have the resources to fight against you. It yep. is abuse of power. It's just another manipulation tool for, for yeah. them. Yeah, that's but, sick. Well, I think in Scotland, they just put some new law into effect where judges have to take uh, psychological abuse into consideration. In Scotland? I believe it's Scotland. I could be wrong. I smoke a lot of pot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's some country not America, and they speak English. I know that because I can read the tweet. <laughs> what state are you in? In Connecticut. I'm in Connecticut. I'm in Connecticut. <laughs> Connecticut. That's how I remember how to spell it when I was a kid. Connecticut. Do they have uh, legal, do they have marijuana, legal marijuana in Connecticut? I don't know. I don't, what are they, uh, there? Yeah, there's medical marijuana here, and um, I have a card. I'm a resident of Nevada, and I have a medical condition. I have PTSD from being married. And, um, <laughs> so my my physician in Nevada recommends I smoke pot. Um, you know, yeah, we instead just got, of getting a prescription, I, I just I smoke an herb. <laughs> yeah, we we just got we just got uh, medicinal marijuana passed in Oklahoma too. Yes, I know. Congratulations, I, thanks, Oklahoma. I got my card too. I, I'm a proud <laughs> card, mar- card carrying member of. The, well, I don't know what it is. I, I, I can smoke pot legally. I, we, got a, <laughs> we got a memo after that about what that means um, for us. And Lawyers? Wait, the, you mean like well, lawyers? Well, no, where I work. My day job is not as an attorney. I'm working as a social worker. And we got this memo about, because it's still against federal law, our policy is going to be that you can't um, be impaired while on the job. Well, no <laughs> fucking kidding. And they went through this whole thing about how to tell if somebody's impaired and what to do. And I'm like, uh, ask if they're going to share because it's rude not to? What are you getting at? I know. <laughs> Which apparently I is think not Mike the right Ty, he's got Doritos. That sounds like yes. a reefer madness. <laughs> okay, but can you, like, are they going to test you? Or can, can you smoke ra- when you're not at work? How does it work? We can be randomed. Um, still and the um, they're still way too vague for my lawyer brain to be happy with their standpoint on what happens if you uh, show THC on your random and so far it hasn't come up yet so we're still waiting on the fallout and the 
litigation from that because it's going to happen at some point. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think there'll be a few lawyers coming from Colorado. Right. Mhm. Yep. <laughs> yep. We're going to have yeah. to learn a lot from from them. I, I just got my licensure for the state of Colorado as well. Oh, so. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm barred in Oklahoma and Colorado. You go, girl. And uh, and we're gonna we're gonna make some pot things happen here. We need to. Yeah, this shit needs to just go recreational. It just needs to be federally yeah, legal. Yeah, just declassify it's just it at the federal level and call it good, because this is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Well, Elizabeth it's, Warren's it's... running for president. Maybe she'll do it for us. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. We're, we're not going to have that conversation about her. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like Elizabeth Warren. The way either. she has escalated this whole native thing, I don't even talk about her. Okay, fair enough. People blowing up my Twitter mentions. I'm like, you already said what I thought like two years ago. Do we have to keep talking about it? <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so so you're in grad school right now. And yeah. have kind of have you just stopped with the comedy or what what's the plan? No, I will actually be in Tucson next week, Valentine's Day, and the weekend after that cool. I will be at last in Tucson. And then I'm gonna be at Go Bananas in March. And that's in Cincinnati. It's in Blue Ash, Ohio, but they call it Cincinnati. Cool. Um, yeah. But I haven't worked that much since this incident because, like I said, you know, if you can't if you can't stay competitive in comedy, what's the point? Yeah. You know. Sure. So yeah, I, I, I retweet other people's stuff. I might put a comment. Um, I put out some clips last year just because I am involved with Kimberly and I wanted to put that out because I didn't want my kid to hear it from somebody else. If that makes any sense, like um. But uh, but that's it. You know, that's it. Well, I'm glad so that you're I, still doing getting it. Getting back to work. Yeah, y'all, she comes to the show. It's in Tucson. That's not that far. Right. We'll just <laughs> jump right on over there. I did go see her last year in Fort Worth when she was in Fort Worth. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I rode wanna... the little train down there. And... That's <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah, if you're ever, I mean, even if it's not in the area, if it's just like a, on the weekend show somewhere. I need a girl's getaway. Yeah. Let's just go somewhere. It was a lot of fun. She we should meet in Colorado. Let's go to Colorado. Okay. <laughs> are you going to perform in Colorado? Um, I don't have any plans. These are the first two, two shows that I've done in quite a lengthy amount of time, you know. Well, listen, you try yeah. and get, get something booked in Colorado on a weekend. I'll, I'll, book, a, I'll book a show for my, for my band the same weekend, and we'll just, like, Go up there and like hang and go to Red Rocks and do comedy and music and she's just planning like, her weed oh, vacation. Yeah, <laughs> it's our vacation <laughs> slash comedic musical endeavor. I don't know, ladies' weekend. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like fun. I know, right? <laughs> we can just film the whole thing because it'll oh, be hilarious. That would be amazing. We can make we can make a whole episode out of it. Yes, we could. Amazing. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm sure it would be ridiculous. <laughs> I drug my friend out to her show uh, last year. Met, who is, she also has anxiety about crowds like I do. So we're both sitting there. Um, were you like back to back, like looking around? They <laughs> It was really hard because we wanted to sit close to the stage. But it's all this... Um, 
<laughs> it's such a relatable concept. I'm like, why do you have a place to live? No, I'm sorry. Call me back when you're homeless. Oh, you have a car. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I wish that was a joke. Um, <laughs> Summer and her collection of broken. Oh, I have dated. Oh, yeah. You have, you have very bad taste, <laughs> They were couch surfing, and they were constantly, I'm getting a place, I'm getting a place for like two years. They're getting a place. <laughs> You should have introduced them to each other. They could have split I totally rooms. should because I'm friends with them both. So. Uh, <laughs> why don't y'all just exchange numbers and talk to each other and leave me out of it? <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm, I'm the rehab for broken men that never fixes them. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you like a nice little project around the house, huh? Apparently. Like the unfinished project. One that never ends. <laughs> <laughs> DIY queen. Yes, I forgot to take my Adderall, so I quit halfway through. And, you know, something shiny went by. And... <laughs> oh, I love you, Summer. <laughs> At least I can admit that I have a problem. I don't know how to fucking fix it, but I have a problem. <laughs> We're just waiting. Who are you dating now, Summer? Who are you dating? I am not dating anyone, but I've got no. I've got some guys I can tell you about. Not on the air. <laughs> they don't know each other, but uh, <laughs> I can tell you off the air. <laughs> Felina and some of my friends are um, very conspiring aware. against me to try to get me to date one of them. Mm-hmm. Who is also equally not into dating. <laughs> like, like neither of you want to date, and all of your friends are like, date. Yes. <laughs> Well, wait a minute. Wait, y'all both feel the same way, but your friends are telling you that it might work. So maybe just go out on one date. Well, we've been on a date. Oh, they quote unquote date. We hang out. <laughs> we just don't date. Oh, okay. I understand. <laughs> I understand this relationship better now. Yes. We broke mm-hmm. my bed, but we don't date. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some relationships are better in the bedroom, and that's the only room they should happen. That's true. Listen, I, you know? Summer is living her best life, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I admire this woman. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't want a full, I don't want a man full time because I have enough children to take care of. <laughs> no truer words. <laughs> Let no a couple of them move words. out, then we might reevaluate. <laughs> I don't know. I only got the one here. I don't really want another man in my space. Right? Yeah. Oh. Just, I like my space. I'm like, you're so nice. Now can you go home? Yep. <laughs> and now it's time to leave. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's difficult. It's difficult. Well, are you, so are you going to be booking more, more shows? I know I started on tangent a minute ago, booking you up in the city, but I, 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 I meant to actually <laughs> ask you that question. You've got... You've got Cincinnati coming up and, and uh, Tucson. Yes, in Tucson. And um, and that's it for right now. I'm focusing on school. Right on. Yeah. You know? So how long do you have left in school? Oh, I don't know. I think it's like four years, five years, six years. You work at your own pace. It's online. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I did um, one of my degrees online. I liked it. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, uh, I think we should probably leave a link to where people can find information about your next show and uh, more about your comedy. So where can people find you online? LisaLandry.com. And I'm also on Twitter at LisaLandry. Both L's are capitalized. Um, I don't go to Facebook too often. Uh, 
it doesn't interest me the way it used to. So I'm more on Twitter these days. I've got to get myself You've on Twitter. You've got an Instagram too, right? I have an Instagram account, but you or, know, because of this the assault, like that guy was uh, following me and interacting with me uh, on Instagram. So because of Richard Corley, yeah, he like tried to get on my email list, which is, I haven't been able to email my fans because I'm just like, you know, I uh, don't know what to tell them. Mm-hmm. But um, he was interacting with me on Instagram, oh. <laughs> leaving messages. So I'm, I'm pretty grossed out by Instagram these right. days. Because again, like I don't want to, you know, yeah. I don't know what, I mean, like if I got to take a picture of me in a bathing suit and then somebody files a tort against this predator, um, are they going to use that against me? You know, like, look, uh, that's how she is. You know what I mean? Right. It's very convoluted. So, yeah. Twitter. <laughs> what are the podcast accounts? Oh, it's Women is to Society, and it's on Twitter there. And the, the podcast is on Libsyn, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, we put it on YouTube to, to archive it there. If people want to listen to it, they can listen to it on YouTube as well. And I think... Uh, iTunes too. I don't. I might be leaving somewhere off. I hope I'm not. But it's out there. You know, okay. people can find it. All right. Awesome. Well, we will leave a link to all of your creative endeavors and uh, let people find you who are interested. Because I find you very interesting. I'm going to have to look you up now. Oh, <laughs> I find you very interesting. Great. I'm going to follow you on Twitter. Let's be friends. I'm going to come to Oklahoma. <laughs> We're going to smoke out and take a trip to Colorado. Fuck yes. yes. <laughs> Fuck it. And my, my Twitter, I don't, I've got to get better about Twitter, uh, but I did start one for a little side project uh, on there. So you'll find me at Salty Pussies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little side Somebody likes to surf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not what I'm going for, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but I'm going for exactly what you like. I'm I'm salty about some things. I think oh, yeah. a lot of women are. So there's some salty pussies over here. Yes. So uh, yeah, that's a little little side branding project I'll be working on soon. I'm not very active it. on Twitter, but find that on there. And and, and when I get active, you'll notice. You'll see. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Has the salty pussy been activated yet? <laughs> I feel like a group of superheroes now. Oh. Salty yeah. Pussies Unite. We need somebody to draw this up for us. Pussy power activate. Pussy power, yes! Yeah. We need outfits. We need outfits. I love a good outfit. I know, right? I love it. That's great. You're, you're officially, you can be a salty pussy. You're an, alt, an honorary salty pussy yes. now. Ooh. You're, you're in. Score. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out Thank with us. Thank you and so much. I'm sorry I didn't get to see you playing with your nose, and I'm going to regret that. <laughs> we'll video it next we time. We can recreate it yeah. and hang out. Thank you. We'll do that on our fun weekend. Yes. I really appreciate y'all. It was really good talking with you guys. Thank you very much. Yes. And, and hey, seriously, let's touch base afterwards. I'll, I'll get you those those attorneys. Well, thank you very much. You're you welcome. Know, yeah, it's been an issue. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to help you. All right, thank you. Bye, sisters. Bye. You can contact the podcast at brokebrokenpodcast at gmail.com. The Broken Broken Podcast can be found on Twitter at Broke Broken Show, on Instagram and Facebook at Broke Broken Podcast.